0: To today's interview with me, there is so much more waiting for you. If you would like to access the bonus exclusive membership content, which includes the finale of this interview and some really exciting exercises, then please head over to bulletproofmoms.com/slash member which will allow you to access not only the end of this interview but also the video format which has some really interesting visuals that don't necessar- that don't make it through the processing in the audio as well as the end of this interview as well as bonus meditations, brain training tracks and access to our online school which includes courses like relationship reset circles of commitment, how to save your relationship and how to save your marriage, how to make intelligent decisions as a single mom when you begin dating again, and many other courses, including the joygasmic birth course, your complete guide to creating a joyful, ecstatic, pain-free and pleasurable birth. And you will also get to see the really silly dance that my son is doing in the background of me talking in this video. So, I absolutely encourage you to join the membership. It is pay what you want and there is a wide range of payment options available so if you are on a limited income absolutely do not think that cash is a barrier to your ability i'm sorry i'm barely being able to keep it together because my son is just doing the silliest dance and it's totally worth it to upgrade just to see how ridiculous he is um i absolutely love you guys and i'm so grateful to be able to make this content available for free and thank you so much to everyone who is already subscribed as a member and who allows me to continue doing this wonderful work and being of service to you all in this way? Thank you so much for your support. And the credit song from the beginning of the podcast is from a beautiful friend of mine who I met in La Cruz de Wanawache. Whoa. La Cruz, La Cruz de Wanawah, with her La La. La Cruz de... <laughs> Wait, how does it go again? Mom, it's La Cruz de Caxley. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that one. Oh, my gosh. I used, to, I used to think of it as La Cruz de Juana Coxley, but um, that's not how you pronounce it. It's really a terrible pronunciation. La Cruz for short, um, which is near Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and he's an absolutely incredible musical artist, so please go check out Sonny, S-O-N-N-Y, and his work on Spotify. There's also links to that in the show notes. So, again, thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you in the membership. Alex, you want to say anything before we go? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's important to be silly, and you can claim your silly back. We've got classes coming out on that, too. So if you're still here and you're still listening, obviously there is some more engagement that you would like to be a part of. Please head over and join the membership. The link is in the show notes. So much love to you.
1: Hello, Alyssa. Uh, Hi. I was like, am I, we go. Am I doing? We both this got thing? our heads
2: sideways. We're like we're like looking at the screen, being like, the phone's sideways, what's going on?
1: <laughs> How are you?
2: I'm good. It's good to like officially meet you. I was so inspired to hear about your pregnancy. Oh and my
1: goodness. So like, I know the timing is going to line between, you know, motherhood all the new things you moving everything yeah yeah uh, hey angelo one of my uh one of my business partners and best friends joined oh
2: beautiful, beautiful.
1: so where are you at oh. in the world
2: uh, i'm in slocan valley in uh in canada
1: oh my goodness all the way in canada
2: yeah so it's like it's a super beautiful oh my got goodness! Forest forest. it's so
1: pretty I was like where can, yeah. I was like where can I channel you know my vibes and I'm like my rose garden
2: <laughs> yeah so, looks also, like so you got roses in the backyard yeah That's so beautiful they're,
1: they're just, they just started blooming it's definitely been um a labor of love we moved into this spot at the beginning of the pandemic and the backyard mm-hmm. was literally like all dirt so we're slowly like oh my God, it's awful and you can tell like the the soil definitely had some glyphosate and some roundup and it mm-hmm. just by like the um, the dryness of it, the color of it, nothing grows in it, everything mm-hmm. keeps dying. So we're nourishing <gasps> it from the bottom up, if you will.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I had my, I've, I've got still got like so much dirt under my fingernails from yesterday. I was digging in the garden. I love um, it. And I've really got, got a beautiful understanding of like topsoil that hasn't been messed with, you know, like they basically just taken chunks of this like natural forest behind me and just pushed it. To the side to make the roads where we drove in and parked our RV and stuff and and yeah you can see like the top four inches are just this like root network with like dirt and microbes ah. and it's so black it's like nothing's attached to the ground anymore but like this layer is like its own independent layer you can literally pick it up and just move it I actually grabbed like big chunks of moss and just picked That's them up and so moved them over
1: cool.
2: it's incredible to see and so yeah we're it's- building we're building a garden here But from the opposite spectrum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's so awesome. Well, I hope your move went well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's been really good. We're like four days in, settling in. We've got really great neighbors. I've given more hugs in the last like three days than I have in the last six months. So I'm really happy about
1: that. I think more than ever now, we take hugs for granted. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But let's begin here. Let's
2: get this going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So t- tell me about this. So I'm in, I'm in preconception. You're in post-conception. I've got a 10-year-old as well. But, um, you know, I've been really diving in in that sort of new mama, first-time mama sort of brain, like, what is it that I need to know, which is how I came across sort of all wow. this information about glyphosate and how that impacts the guts. And I'd just love to hear some of like, your, your journey and your story about how you ended up, you know, your pregnancy and what Where that journey of nourishing
1: yourself was like. Okay. Awesome. Well... Um, I guess I'll start from the beginning. So about, I think now, seven years ago, um, I was really, really in a low vibrational space. I was not happy with myself. I was technically obese. I felt so lost. I didn't, I didn't love myself. I didn't honor myself. I was allowing people in, in, in an intimate space within me that didn't deserve it. And been there um, yeah I think we all kind of go through that as men and women you know we don't even know what standards are <laughs> but unless we're taught them or we learn them <laughs> but I yep. um, learned them the hard way. I, I don't know what it was but I got I had gotten to this point where I looked at myself in the mirror and I was so unhappy with myself like everything about me and that was actually at the moment that I met my husband and at the time huh. we both, we're just in this journey of self-love and we didn't want to rush into anything. And at that moment, I really started to work on myself. I started to look at myself in mean, the and meet myself exactly where I was. I was like, okay, what do I need to do to get my life together, to be where I want to be in this lifetime, to have what I want to have in this lifetime? So I really started to look into veganism. Um, I really started to look into medicinal medicines, cannabis medicinal cannabis, CBD.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, getting back into shape, like working out, getting sunshine, drinking proper nutrition and eating proper nutrition and drinking quality water. And, um, three years into our relationship, we knew that we were it for each other. And through miscarriages and through time after time of, not conceiving I went to my OB and I was like okay what's the scoop you know I've, I've started this journey we're yes we're not married yet but we want children um I've had miscarriages what's the deal and she was honest with me and she said um as a western medicine doctor I can only do what I've been taught in school to do which is wow. prescribe you birth control Cause it'll control your hormones. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And it doesn't even make sense. It no, even make sense. it's literally I'm looking opposite. for a fertility
2: <laughs> journey. Here's some birth control. You're like, right.
1: Right. And at the time I was, I was so desperate at the time, you know, cause yeah, when you're told that you cannot have children, you wouldn't have children, you wouldn't be able to hold full term pregnancy. Um, it's devastating because as women, we were literally created to bear child. You know, yeah. and it's a blessing. So hearing that, and not only hearing it, but I I know and I knew at the time that it's what I was meant to be. Like I was meant mm. to be the portal between you know the spiritual realm and the physical realm, right? I just knew it in yeah. my soul. So I was like, f that, that's not true. What do Good I need to do to get there? And um, yeah. I tried the I tried the birth and I lost my marbles every side effect (laughs) I had I lost hair I lost 12 pounds in five days I was like Uh. it was gnarly I was blacking in and out I was bipolar like my husband at the time we were just we were engaged and he was like I'm not saying this to press buttons and I'm saying this because I love you but something's wrong with you and I was like (laughs) okay and for my husband to tell me that is like he's being for real you know yeah. so yeah. I um I got off birth control I had a detox from it and that's when I really dug deeper I dug deeper into the system I dug deeper into birth control I dug deeper into you know glyphosate poisoning and what the effects on the reproductive system and all of what that encompasses i introduced the superfoods into my life and february march april may june four months later after our wedding in september of 17 i got pregnant with my son um and that's what really sparked my journey with where i am now um we're there's no such thing as we can never There's no Mm. such thing as we can, not especially us as, as beings, what we were created for. Like we are infinite beings, right? But our bodies are a machine and then they were created to do wondrous things and society and the system and what it has to offer us has stripped us of those powers. And it really Mm -hmm. just gets, it comes down to the root of getting back to the basics of things and getting the control of our health, our true health, and knowing what is true health and what is conditioned health. You know, what we learned in health class in say high school or junior high, it's, that's not, yeah. it's a fraction, like the smallest decimal point of truth of what really is. Um, and now I hear- Yeah, I mean,
2: people, people look at health and they're like, oh yeah, like, I'm healthy. I don't have cancer. And you're like, "Okay, but how are your energy levels?" Like, right. do you treat life with enthusiasm? You know, I remember when I was going through my mental health journey and looking at superfoods as a as a response to that just being like, "Oh, okay, so most people are like functioning and maybe I'm not functioning." But I don't think I actually want to function i think i want to thrive right you know, it's, like a, wa- it's different like i don't want to just be able to like tune out my emotions and be an automaton like that's not my goal of like health and and good health and and feeling good in my body it's like so much so much more than that Absolutely. so much more than like functioning right and we and healthy is like
1: yeah is and as on. a as a western medicine medicinal society they're pumping us in every capacity with pharmaceuticals it's in yeah. our meats, it's in our soils, it's in our water, it's in our air, it's in, it's literally in every capacity and it's, it's kind of terrifying. But when we ground ourselves and like, okay, let me just start here, let me just start now. The yeah. journey can be challenging because it challenges us on everything we've been taught to up until this point in our life. You know, like yeah. if you literally have to unlearn everything and relearn everything of what the truth actually is um, this is
2: comfort food this is clean water this is healthy air this right. is healthy soil this is how food is grown this is what right. thriving feels like this is what feeling nutrient like dense feels like this is what cravings are and aren't you know right. it turns out you're not craving most of the stuff you think you are you're actually it's just like like bugs dying off in your guts oh you're gosh. like clean hey, or i'll die you're like that that is not what we want to be driving our 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 source of no. wisdom like at all you know so it really it takes such an unlearning but it's such a worthwhile journey
1: absolutely like in every every illness every disease the root of it the root of everything like even my husband for example he is a veteran and he has mental or not mental um I, I'm mom braining hard right now.
2: <laughs> he you're was like
1: just, he, <laughs> something. he was diagnosed with um, bipolar 2 disorder and okay. um the moment he did the cleanse he completed the 30-day ultimate lifestyle transformation everything switched everything so it really is it's not just about obesity it's not just weight it's not just you know looking good it's like you said it's like functioning thriving, living and being our absolute true best inward and outward and on a cellular level, cellular level, on a spiritual level, on a mental level, on an emotional level, like every level, instead of just being this robot within the system to go to work, make money, come home, cook three and eat three times a day, make sure you drink your water, make sure you get some sunshine and work out. And that's about it. You know, there's so much more to this life.
2: Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's so in- inspiring to hear. Like, I, I, I don't hear. I, I was diagnosed with bipolar way back yeah. um, after the birth of my son, sort of my postpartum depression was like both depression and like mania, you know, like laughing hysterically and then sobbing hysterically and going back and forth. And it took a number of years to be like, oh, this isn't normal. This is like an issue. Um, but I never turned to Western Medical. I was always looking, you know, my sister had been on antidepressants for a little bit when, when I was in a teen, teen phase, she was younger than I was, and she just had such horrible things to say about it. You know, it felt like her whole system was shutting down, which is part of what it does. It's like, let's numb you out to the point where you can't notice that you have a problem. Um, same with the birth control pill. It's like, let's, let's put you on hormones that just sort of like flatten you out so you don't actually know what it feels like to feel desire. To feel Absolutely. like ah, like gimme gimme gimme, you know, right. or to feel that like that peacefulness and that like intensity of like that moon time coming in of just oh like I feel like a space cadet right now because I'm connected to the cosmos in a Absolutely. really powerful way because of my hormones, you know, and that's it's not a bad thing; it's like a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, and so it's so good to hear that, like, you know, this your husband's journey of that uncovery of recovering from that bipolar too, because it's such an untalked about journey. And depression gets a lot of uh, airtime um, schizophrenia gets a lot of airtime postpartum depression gets a lot of airtime but like people who are in that bipolar category often they come across as like pretty good functioning if they can hide that depression if they can you know mania is like celebrated in a lot of ways like I remember talking to my my western medical doctor at some point and I was like okay so I really want to aim for like hypomania which is like just below making crazy decisions but full of lots of energy she goes that's how most of us got through med school I was like you're telling me most doctors are bipolar in some shape or form and anything <laughs> for hypomania. Like, what did you just say to me? Like, you know, it's like, ah, whoa, 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 whoa right. hold on. You know? That, like, that's so, insanity. Like totally.
1: Insanity.
2: That's insanity. It's like, it's like going to a crazy person asking for medical advice being like, I, I can't function. And she's like, I kind of hate life. I can't function either, but just, you know, take Here. some of these pills and you will get right. to where I'm going. And it's like, right. Oh, you know, so when we can talk, start, start talking about like, removing those things that are in the gut, like the biofilm, the mucoid plaque, the glyphosate and all of that, removing that stuff and then moving to a place where we've got healthful things going in. We can actually digest the nutrients that are going into our body. We're not putting inflammatory foods in. The body's got so much space and time then. like It's like, it's like cutting TV out of your diet. You're like, oh my God, if I stop watching all of those commercials, even cutting commercials out of your diet, you know, Literally. like your consciousness diet, it's like literally like, oh, my God, how you, you gain back like an hour a day or something like that, oh just gosh. from not dealing with the crap anymore. And and when we look at the foods that the Ultimate Lifestyle Transformation has to take out, it's like, oh, yeah, of course we have more energy. Our body's running cleaner. The detox organs actually have, have the ability to detox. Like we're supporting that whole process and Just absolutely, absolutely, really phenomenal. So what else did your husband notice, and what else did you notice in that journey?
1: Well, well, I I had been with him since he was in the military, and then when he got out of the military. So I've seen him at every peak and every valley of his journey, Mm -hmm. of his mental health. And being being a veteran, you are in the system. You know, the only way to obtain any help is to abide by the system or to manipulate the system in which you can. And um, for the longest time, because he was so conditioned as a veteran and as you know a military member, he yeah. couldn't see the world that I that I believed in. you know the holistic mm. part of things that um, yeah. what God created, what the universe has to offer us. That, that's truth the true medicine. That's how we get back to our basics and feel free and heal. Um, and it was really difficult for me to honor that. Really difficult mm. because I'm a Capricorn one. So I'm like super hard headed when I know things that are factual. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, listen. Uh-uh, okay, we're going, come on, hurry, follow me. But uh, <laughs> to, honor, to honor him and meet him where he was and allow him to have his own journey, I would say was the most challenging part, but the most also rewarding part, because it, it was aligning the actions and the changes that he was choosing to do and follow of how I was leading our family, the two of us at the time, mm-hmm. and him to be like, okay, this is working, this is real, and being able to see things for what they are, because in regards to you know the VA and the veterans, they wanna keep our veterans ill, They want to keep our veterans sick because there's no money in them being healed, just like our Western Medicine Society, you know? So um, Mm -hmm. he finished the ultimate lifestyle transformation, and I saw him just be able to focus more, be able Mm -hmm. to not have those manic depression modes, because there's different types of bipolar, right? There's like um, manic depressive or manic, um, I forget what the other one is, but he was more on the manic depressive manic depressive side
2: and yeah let's talk about it as like big D or little d right big m or little m right so like i would t- i would tend towards like big m okay small d and then i switch back and i go like right. it's, it's seasonal for me right but like everybody's different so right
1: yeah and um we really dug into like meditation yoga and i was able to see him not be able to function on a daily basis and like have goals and strive and like be able to get out of his own head to be like he's up before me he's getting things ready for the day he's got his plan with his business he's you know finding lifestyle coaches that can teach him to work through the traumas that he's endured and, and rewire his brain to have a specific mindset like seeing him flourish as an individual has been so great. Um mm. and being an Afro- African American himself, that culture and him relearning the food system, right, was and and still is a challenge because it's like it's like our religion, you know, it's what we're born into. Yeah, food is-
2: absolutely food is the formation of culture it's like a literally cultured food right like like foods that are fermented is like a culture it's like a literal like biome shift and so when we're eating you know foods of our traditional culture which mm-hmm. is like the, you know the standard American diet for a lot of people right. or some variation thereof it's like that is the culture you're literally saying like F you the thing that, that formed yourself like right. ah, wow that's an intentional intense
1: journey yeah so he's found what the meaning of soul food truly means not 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 what the system has created what soul food means because there's a reason why there's specific food groups opposed or with each individual culture you know like there's only there's only certain foods available to African-Americans because of the slavery days, you know? So that was embedded in their culture from the beginning. And for them to break that, or for any culture to break that, is like having you break up with yourself, which is not a lot of us can do.
2: Your identity. Absolutely. In NLP they talk about like identity, like there's belief level change work, and then there's like habit and and behavior change work, but then there's identity level change work. And that is like, wow, that is, that is the, the deepest, most profound work right. to do. And, and there's it's such a source of liberation when you do it.
1: Absolutely. And there's there's so, even myself, you know, all of us, no matter who we are, we identify with so much, whether it's our skin color, whether it's where we're from, whether it's the, the language that we speak, whether we identify with so much because there, we've been, Conditioned to believe that labels are what define us, right? To to feel, to identify with something, but we are infinite <laughs> beings. We mm-hmm. I, we we're not attached to anything. We are we are one with all the moon, the sun, the water, the earth, the air, like everything, you know. And seeing him, it's an honor to be a part of that journey while having mm-hmm. my own as well. So. Mm -hmm. um, And when we talk about these things, when we talk about infertility, when we talk about mental health, when we talk about the food system, this is how we break generational curses. This is how we truly heal people from the inside out. And it's not even just from a physical aspect. You know, It's, it's so much deeper.
2: Yes, absolutely. I love that. Intergenerational curses, because one of my missions is, like, enlightened families. And I absolutely believe that, like, with conscious parenting, conscious collaboration between parents, we can we can really release all of those past karmic ties and, and create a radically different generation in the same way that our generation didn't experience physical... You know beatings in the same way as our my my parents' generation. I know some people in our age group are still dealing with that, and that's challenging for them. Um, but predominantly, you know, culturally, we did shift away from that, and we're now in a space of moving into an enlightenment time, moving away from sort of identification with the 3D reality in such a intense way, and moving into a space where we can see those intergenerational patterns. Like uh, Alex, when we encounter my son is 10. And just seeing like him being like, Whoa, like he sings this little song about being woke. <laughs> like, gosh, I sang songs about like jelly beans and stuff, you right. know? And and he's got this he's got this idea. He's like, Oh, you know, that person seemed like they were really stuck in their personal trauma, mom. I go, absolutely, they did seem like they were really stuck in that, you know, and these are the kind of conversations where after 10 years of him listening to me talk about this stuff, you know, as he walked me through my awakening journey, because that started after I got pregnant, you know, it's like, oh, like, this really is possible. And, you know, from the place that we're at now, like, being in a, in that awakened field and calling in children from there, like, wow, like that's where I'm really excited about what's possible in terms of helping other people with their conception journeys, because There's so much, you know, they talk about time going faster now or the awakening journey like accelerating. It's like, gosh, there are people out there who can go through the journey I went through in 10 years. They can go from being like bipolar, lost, eating crap food to eating like incredible, powerful, nutrient-dense, biome-healing food in 30 days or 90 days and not have to have it take 10 years. And it's just like... Holy shit! If I could condense all that, all of that heartache and trauma, and cut all that out, and just give them the good stuff, it's like yeah, they're gonna have their own stuff come up and journeys, but like you can also get tools on how to deal with that. It's like ah, like so profound, so powerful. It's like that's such what we're I'm here to. That's what you're here to do. It's Such a good feeling. How to old do is that.
1: um? How old is your your eldest?
2: He's ten. Yeah, so I've got ten, and then a big gap, and we're starting again. because... Mm-hmm. I had to go find the right guy and do my own inner healing journey of getting rid of the right. co-dependence all, and the. It's all a
1: part of the process.
2: <laughs> all that stuff, right? I was like, he was three and I was like, so where's my next baby? And I was like, oh, I looked at my partner at the time. I was like, there's no babies happening here. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, it took, <laughs> took me about six more to love. like, yeah. It yeah. took me about six more to like exit all those patterns out and be like, nope, nope, actually what I need is this and a big right. list and Right. listening to my mind as well as my heart as well as my vagina, you know?
1: Abs- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And that's something that I learned myself also. I, I can I can sit back to each person I allowed mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay. Okay. And they were also a, a reflection of what was still healing within myself, you know? Absolutely. And absolutely. where both of us are now and it's the beautiful part of having children that are younger, you have a 10 year old and you're starting over yourself is the journey that you've made with him and the journey that you yeah. made with yourself. It's clear and evident with that conversation that he had with you that this is, we're creating a whole, a whole breed of new individuals who are going to move mountains in this lifetime. And even though in our short lifetime thus far um we've made our mistakes and we've come to where we are it's purpose you know without that Mm -hmm. journey we wouldn't be where we are we wouldn't have the impact that we have on not only ourselves first and foremost but our children and it's such a gratifying thing to hear like your son who's 10 because let's be honest most 10 year olds or um Your typical 10 year old wouldn't, they wouldn't say those things. That wouldn't even be a thought process in their head. They'd be like, I think she's speaking Spanish. You know? Like they wouldn't, wouldn't, there wouldn't even be like a connection. And kudos to you, because it really shows like your journey. So you're starting over. You're, you're. You're getting ready. You're planning. You're enjoying the ride. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> that, yes. Oh my gosh Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just been such
2: a journey too. Like uh, it was January that we took. My, I had an IUD and I thought they were like the bee's knees in terms of con- 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 contraception because I didn't have to think about it. Turns out my depression went away when I took my IUD out. Whoa. Turns out having the man in my vaj- in my uterus was impacting how i related with myself and my consciousness it makes it's like duh obviously obviously right but i was so indoctrinated into that like birth control you know i'm like 12 years old life skills class or whatever and it's like don't get pregnant or you'll ruin your life or you'll get an std here's six options they all involve some sort of western medical and learning the fertility awareness method, going through a couple of months of being really anxious about it and being like, I need to track my cycle and all the temperatures and in my fluids and being like, this is so weird, you know, <laughs> and really like learning that as like a 34 year old woman, like, oh my God, it's okay for me to put my fingers in my vagina to gain information about my body. Like, I don't need to ask somebody else how to do that. I don't need to put pills in my mouth right. to make my my period go away. And I kind of thought we would get pregnant like right away as soon as we stopped having that Western medical thing in. But turns out every month as my ovulation's happening, I'm very aware of when that's happening. I've consciously said no to the souls who are there because I'm like, I want to do some more detox first guys. Like we want you to have the cleanest, clearest, most beautiful bodies to come into. Like we got to clear out some stuff first. Yeah. I really, I felt them like, especially during that ovulation time, you're like, oh,
1: could
2: be it, could be it, you know, and it's like, let's make choices that say no to that. Let's make choices that say like, hold up, you know, come back in like June because that's what we're aiming for, you know, we'll be in June and, and going through that process of like just letting the body detox, putting those superfoods in, putting the, like the, the, those, like, toxin captures into the body that it's all cleaning out. It's gosh, like, what an incredible journey. And then rehealing that cycle. I hadn't had a cycle with that wasn't hormonally impacted in some way, shape, or form for, like, 20 years.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Like, since I was 15 and I became sexually active. I had yeah. more years of hormonally regulated cycles or, uh, you know, I was using a non-hormonal copper IUD because I was like, that's a better option, causing depression, right? Um, that I actually got a chance to get in touch with my cycle. I'm like, gosh, cycles are lovely. They're beautiful. Like... And and to go through that journey also of being scared of pregnancy, to like wanting it, like every cycle I go through, there's like another layer coming away of like, I'm actually not scared of this. I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm still taking actions that say probably I won't get pregnant based on the actions that I'm taking, but like, ah, like, and it's not only been a journey of like that conception journey, but also like my body and being like, oh, I can trust the desires of my body trust the desires of my soul like I've wanted this for like 10 years since my first son was conceived I was like gonna be more babies that come through this body I know it you right know? <laughs> and and it's just like getting in touch with that and going like oh I can trust that feeling after 10 years of being like uh-uh not this guy not this guy not this guy like everything outside of me sort of being out of whack for having that to happen it's like gosh the outsides are lined up now I have to do that final sort of like like sit up real straight get in my head tuned in and like really move into that last phase of me really aligning. Gosh, it's an incredible journey. That's absolutely
1: so beautiful. And hearing, I can relate so much to you. And I think as women, and most of us that are on, you know, most of our viewers now are women, and I, I'm, I think I can speak for all of us. There's so <laughs> much fear implemented into us in order to control that we ha- that we're feared, we're, we're, we're fearful of our, our cycle we're fear, mm-hmm. fearful of what our our temple what are we as women were created for to bear children we, we're fearful of in some cultures most cultures the act of sex you know we don't talk about what it truly is it's an energy exchange it's an energy exchange to co-create you know like when you people and the divine absolutely Ooh. it's like we're we're so much fears embedded into us in order for them to be able to control it. And I have my own opinions about that because most of the world is ran by men. And I feel like, um, they know the power that we hold and it's all purpose to be able to control. Um, but that's just my own opinion. We can get into that another time. Um, my girl Lulu, she's still watching this. She, her and I had a a conversation yesterday that just really blew my mind i'm going to connect you with her because i think you would really love 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 her she's an amazing woman but um so so many women we we think that the the answer is birth control when really the answer is just to be completely aligned and in tune with who we are and what our body has to offer us and the journey that it gives us through every cycle of not just you know our moon cycle but each day. Because women our hormones are changing every single day. There's nothing consistent okay. about us. Nothing. You know?
2: We are the giant mystery even right? for ourselves.
1: Right. And there's a purpose behind everything, but we've been taught that it's bad or we're being the B word or oh she's moody, she's on her period. Okay, yeah I am, but do you want to know why? You know? Like I know why. Uh, Absolutely. And to be in tune with that is such a beautiful thing. And to hear you like start your journey all over again and to see like your excitement through your words is so cool because there's so many women who are truly suffering. There's so many Mm -hmm. women who, you know, just our stories in themselves, you know, trying to get pregnant for three years and having miscarriage after miscarriage, not getting pregnant, um endometriosis, and then you and your journey, you know, all those things, it's it's a journey, but there's solutions. There's, there's answers. And, and they aren't in health. No. They aren't in like Western
2: medical pills at all. No. It's
1: us. It's ourselves, you know, and and connecting with the right people that will guide you and lead you to what you want to achieve in this life based off of their own journey. You know, I have so so many women who I am so blessed to be connected with now that are just now starting their fertility journey and mm-hmm. they, trust my, they trust my word because of my own and it's such a blessing and it's a reminder that our our journeys and our struggles and our traumas in this life even though they can have a certain vibration attached to it their they're purpose
2: mm-hmm.
1: and with our stories being shared we can we heal the masses based just on our hearts first you know mm-hmm. not feeling alone mm-hmm. knowing that we're not alone knowing that there is answers and that we can have anything and everything we want out of the, this life it just takes reflecting back on ourselves
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i know and all those ladies who are starting their fertility journey just like gosh like give me three months of your life give me three months of your trust and like willingness absolutely Like you'll right. be pregnant by the end of that three months. Let's connect with your baby's soul. Let's connect with the star seed council. Let's oh. connect with like some some high density nutrition and cleaning out your guts. Do some yoni steaming. Let's do right. some herbal right. pictures. Like, just, like clean your body.
1: You. Oh my goodness. Oh, my you are God. the first woman. You are the first woman um, that has brought that up that I've spoken to <laughs> because when when I found, when I was, when I started the journey of herbal medicine, um, I was managing a hair salon full time. I was a new mom. Um, it's right when I started like my, my deep journey into like real health, like a full alignment, heart, mind, body, soul, everything. And I went across the street uh, from the salon and there's this little, um, I forget what it's called, but he's like a medicine man. He's an herbal man and he's 90 years old. And he worked in the Western medical medical field for like 30 years. It was his profession and yeah. he is from Spain. His origins are from Spain and he has all these holistic medicinal practices that his family in- embedded in him because it's how they lived. And he's yeah. like, he finally had an epiphany. Like, why am I working for Western medicine? Who's just making, the mass is ill when I have the answers. And he opened Ooh. this little shop. He imports all organic herbs, minerals, everything. And I went to him and asked him some, for some advice because I'm like, I, I got nothing to lose. And obviously, you know, the origin of everything is what comes from this planet, what comes from the earth. And he gave me some advice of um, yoni steaming and herbal douching after our cycles. And I was like, this man is batshit crazy.
2: because and you're uh, just like, what the fuck? Right. I know, the first so, time I heard it, I was like, uh, so, you so, do you want me to do armor to my vagina? Like, right? Right.
1: And. No. No, 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 no. Right. Let me get the other direction. No right. Thank you. So you mean I have to touch this thing that's down here in between my legs? What are you talking about? You know? <laughs> right. no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> no. 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 I, w- I was at the time, once he, I was like, okay, remain open, you know, and <laughs> it was first like red flags, like, no, 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 we don't do that. And then I'm like, no, obviously what I'm doing isn't working. And once you. he explained everything to me, it was like, it made so much sense. And we're mm-hmm. so disconnected from our, from ourselves, our bodies, like literally it's this vessel we're so disconnected from it that we question when it when it's turned back to us you know like mm. it was you're the first person to bring that up and that's it makes hearing you makes me have faith because that means oh. that there's others also out there
2: oh my gosh yeah when i when i encountered it it was through uh, a, a woman who was in the the like prenatal class that I was running. So it's like a mom, mom, mom support group um, mm-hmm. for pregnant women, so beautiful. And she mentioned it and I was just like, huh, like, okay, I've heard of this thing before and this is a different context and that makes sense. And it was for postpartum recovery. So it's like mm-hmm. after you've had the baby mm-hmm. and doing that seeming to help clear the lochia, clear the, the blood out of the, like clear that bleeding faster keep your poop going keep all your, your you know if you've had tears or rips or anything help you right. feel faster and I was like that makes a lot of sense and it's not as scary because that's already a challenging time makes right. sense to me right so then I started looking into it more and it's just like oh my god like I've had, I mean, since I started on the holistic health journey, like my periods have really changed. They've become a lot easier. Like I used to be the woman or the young girl who was like pooping herself for like three days straight and like moaning on the bed and just like clutching my stomach being like, dear God, like when will this end? And as a you know, then, you know, sort of piece by piece, bringing things together and it started getting lighter and lighter. and. Um, ...since I had been in that journey. It had been a long time since they'd been really terrible. And I forgot. I forgot that other women spend like seven to t- like 12 days being like, is my period coming? Is it not? I'm a hormonal wreck. I'm a mess. I'm a like an emotional, you know, nutcase. Like, what's going on? It's like, gosh, we could just steam like three days before our periods and three days after our periods with the right set of herbs and a little bit of guidance. Like... I can clear up in, like, a month or three, depending on, you know, how intense and weird your body's at right now. Combine nutrition with that, it's just, like, shh, like mind-boggling, like, how quickly that that can really transform. And I got really excited about it. I started taking some training. You can take online training for vaginal steaming. Who knew? What? Um, there has to be for it.
1: everything nowadays.
2: There is, you know, and I'm really glad she's doing it because it's really, like, I don't have a local woman that I can learn that from right now. So if I can learn it from a wise woman who practiced on hundreds of other women through the internet, like, I'm down for that. And, um, you know, the miscarriage thing is, we, we mentioned that, is really powerful with yoni steaming too because so often people haven't actually miscarried. They've had clots or blood come out, but the actual baby is still inside of them. The body is potentially even still like putting nutrition into their body to try and nourish that baby even though it's not alive. Even if the whole baby isn't there, there's parts of the baby still inside. We're wondering why women are dealing with intense grief. They're why they're having cramping. We're wondering why they can't conceive another baby. There's still parts of that past baby potentially inside of them. Mm. The body can't conceive in that case. So we do, you know, 30 days of steaming. We're releasing all of that matter. We're really like deep cleaning. You know, uh, Kelly says Kelly Garza is the woman who, who runs the training that I took, and she says if you if you imagine you've got a stain in your clothes and you can't get it out. What do you do? You take it to the steam cleaner.
1: Absolutely. I was you
2: literally steam just took just like that
1: out of my mind.
2: It just like releases everything from your bo- from, from the body. It cleans all of that stuff out. And there's like the glyphosate comes out that you know, and we've got other tools to talk about taking the glyphosate out of the guts, which is another right. important place, but the uterus itself holds that and just like letting that go combined with some, you know, some emotional release technique, some Absolutely. loving support from other women you know, some high density nutrition so that you can then move into a journey of conception from a really supported place rather than like a junk food. Oh my God, I need to binge eat ice cream because I'm so right. sad. How am I ever going to conceive place? Like they're radically different paths and one of them is going to get you the results you want and one of them is not, right? right or right. likely not to. I shouldn't say because women conceive under all sorts of circumstances. Right. Um, <laughs> it's important to acknowledge that. But definitely in my mind, there's like an optimal way to get there for sure. And it's based on.
1: And you know what the, the the old the older gentleman who who started that
2: um, my tangent that he, beautiful tangent <laughs> the,
1: compa- the comparison he made to me was if you were to have a wound you would dress it right mm. you need to do the same thing you take a shower every day right mm. and I'm like okay that makes sense he's like if you're You know, your your body is purging, right? Once Mm -hmm. a month. Why would you not dress it? Why would you not clean it? Why would you not help detox what it's it's naturally letting go of and releasing? And I was like, my like mind blown. This and it's so simple. And the fact that it was so simple was what made me question it, but I'm like, the simplicity is just you you can't deny it, you know. Yeah. And Once we really start to talk about those things and embed that in our youth and in especially in the youth of our women, we can save them from so many things, infertility issues, ovarian cancer, uterine, uterine cancer, uterine cancer. I think that's how say it. But so, so many of our reproductive issues as women, we can help so many people, and by embedding it in. Like I have a daughter now, like being able to teach her these things, it's like getting back to basics, you know, back to back to our origins. And from there, whenever she decides, or the universe or God <laughs> decides that it's her time to create, then she'll be able to do the same thing. And that's how we like to think that it, for generations, it will be embedded. Is like the raddest thing. <laughs> They're
2: like oh we can teach our daughters therefore they can teach their daughters and you see this all the time listening to birth stories I mean you're probably not in this phase as much as I am but like that preconception journey is like all the birth stories I can handle oh. um you know it's just like it's incredible and you really see it in those stories they go what was your birth like? what did you hear about birth from your mom oh my labor was 47 hours and the oh worst God. pain ever Oh my God! What happens to those women? They have really long labors. It's really challenging. Oh, our whole family—myself, my mom, my grandma—we all have really short labors. That lady, she's got a short labor. Right. Right. Like the short. Even if you don't have an easy labor, the way you choose to frame it, the way you choose to talk about it. Like for me, you know, a big part of my message is like this joygasmic living, like being on fire and excited about life. And and having a joygasmic birth, a birth where after you give birth you're like, oh, my baby. Uh, right? Instead of the thing I did, which was like, get the fuck away from me, everybody. Yeah. What's happening? Why does why does my vagina hurt so much? You know, just like radically different experiences. Oh, and it doesn't matter what kind of birth you have. Like people have orgasmic births, joygasmic births, when they're when they're supported, when they're able to focus on what's happening rather than distracted by all the, the stuff right. that's going on around them. And but, but the thing I the reason I brought that up is because we can reframe our experiences. When I started thinking about this more, and I talked to a beautiful woman, Debra Piscali Bonaro, who created the orgasmic birth uh, documentary, is incredible. Mm-hmm. She talked about orgasmic birth as being anything where you felt any sense of pleasure at any point in your labor. Early labor is beautiful for lots of ladies. They're excited. They're you know, it's just we lose that somewhere along the way. It's like, oh my gosh, looking back on that whole thing, it's like, Oh, oh, I had a strong, powerful labor. I was connected to my inner truth the whole way through, even if I didn't listen to it, you know? Right. It's like reframing it instead of being like, I, I gave my power to the system, blah, blah, blah. It's like I knew what my power was. I chose not to exert it. I suffered the consequences. Wow! Now I know not to do that again. Right. What a different journey!
1: And that's where that's uh, where I am. Like my son, my, my experiments with my, my exper- experience with <laughs> my son and my experience with my daughter were literally polar opposites, absolutely polar mm. opposites. Because she was conceived during this journey of mine. You know, the once actually like digging deep into this this self empowerment phase. I'll, I'll I'll call it. Um, and I can literally pinpoint things like, okay, this, this, I'm a product of the system because of this, I'm a product of the system because of this. And then completely free with my daughter and I want to have more children, rightfully if I'm blessed with them, um, to see. If I'm able to have like the full blown at home, under the moon, in the element, you know, like I've been able to have two different experiences. I know the next one will be a completely different experience as I dig, I get deeper into my my journey of self. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. many women are just a number. Get the epidural, pump them out, get, go home in three days. Look. Are you sad? Oh, okay. But that's it. You know, they, they give you questionnaires when you go to the doctors and it's, how are you feeling today? Can you laugh as much as you want to? Are things gaining on top of you? And then there's, it's just a questionnaire. Nobody really talks about it. Nothing's interpersonal. Yeah. And this is how we change the system. This is how we change the ways of modern living is. By doing exactly what you and I are doing and talking about it and sharing it with the world and letting everybody know Mm -hmm. that it's not, letting everybody know that it's not, it's not voodoo, it's not witch, it's not witchcraft, it's not, no, it's not taboo to talk about. Let's talk about this shit because this is how we heal our women, this is how we heal the masses, this is how we heal our children also. You know, it it begins, it begins with us.
2: Give them a good blueprint. And I'd love to hear more because you mentioned your son and your daughters. You've got, you got two, two babies now. Yes, or two? Yes. How old are they?
1: So my son is two and my daughter is a little over a month. He was born twenty second of 19 and she was born March 26th of 2021. So they're like four days, two day, two years and four days apart. Yeah. Both wow. Aries. Yeah. We, we have a lot of fire in this household. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my son is so wild. <laughs> Some days I'm like, okay, do I have all ten toes? Do I have all ten fingers? Okay, we're good. <laughs> so crazy. But with my son, um, I really just listened to everything that the doctors told me. Like when I went in, they were like, no, your birth date is this date. If you're not, pre- if you're not, if your water doesn't break by two weeks afterwards, we're gonna induce you. Um, yeah. I went through that whole experience and that was traumatic that was yeah, so so traumatic so um, yeah and
2: birth, baby birthdays are anywhere between like 36 weeks and 45 weeks just yes. FYI if anybody's yes. like in that journey and going like how you know I'm overdue it's like god it's no. not a book it's no. not going back to the library it's no. like a
1: conscious being who chooses it absolutely they it's come when they birthday. want to come they, they come when yeah. it's their time And we're taught that it's a birth date when actually, um, an elderly, an elder of one of my friends who is native American in their culture, it's their birth month, like the whole month you have to give birth, which is true. And with my daughter, and I mean, I, there was a lot of fear implemented in me with my son because it's like, I so desperately didn't want to F anything up. Because it took me so long to get pregnant with him, and then with my daughter, it was like, okay, I'm completely in tune with everything that I am, and yeah. I had an outer body experience with her birth. It was Woo. it was so oh my! I just got the chills. <laughs> it was it yeah. Was, it was, it was so it. rad. It was so rad, and it was. I knew when it was her time, and I honored mm. it, and I didn't allow them to manipulate that i didn't allow the doctors to manipulate that and i really just allowed whatever she was bringing to be and Mm. i was like okay girl i'm just your vessel let's do this (laughs) mommy's got you (laughs) and so many so many women are are fear they're fearful of it because we're we're taught back to being talking about fear we're taught that the, the intense feeling of our, of active labor is, should be numbed Mm. when, if we're taught how to embrace it and how to utilize it and, and, um, transmute its power, it's in our favor. It's for a reason.
2: Absolutely. It it brings the strength you're gonna need for all the patients you're gonna need for the next five years. Yep. You know? <laughs> yep, you're saying it like you're right in it.
1: I'm like, <laughs> right? Tr- it's like it trying live here. I, I yeah. People are like, Oh, are the terrible twos there? I'm like, the terrible twos don't live here, the trying twos live here. Because <laughs> yeah. he's he's trying out the world, he's testing me, he's trying things, yeah. he's seeing if the cast iron pan is hot, he's saying if he can test me, if I say no X amount of times, how many times he can get away with it. Granted. So, because that's what he's going to do in the real world also, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's been such a beautiful journey and, and it's been one that I'm so blessed to be a part of
0: Mm.
1: because so many people don't have, so many women are just in the beginning of that journey and they don't know that it's, everything's going to be okay. Mm. It's all going to be okay. (laughs) It's all going to be okay. Indeed, indeed,
2: yeah. Yeah, you get through it. And like, here I am. He's 10 years old. He's like doing his own thing. He's wandering around in the woods. Like, yeah, yeah, let me show you. Um, I
1: was gonna say, please let me see the woods.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So see this, see, uh, hold on. See like this tree right here. Huh. That one's only maybe like 12 feet tall, something like that. Okay. My son was climbing 20 feet tall trees back that sort <gasps> yesterday. And I just had to sit there and be like, I trust him. If I worry, I'm just going to cause drama. If I'm fearful and I put fear into the field, he might fall. Like, right, right, don't do right, that. Right. Just like, just trust the journey. Just trust him. Like, <laughs> don't, don't attract just anything like, you don't want. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know, he's having fun. He, he knows what he's doing. He's a wise kid. Like, he's been in nature his whole life. He's never climbed a tree. That's all. Hear mm-hmm. the crap out of me. But like, Then then my, you know, it's like that same thing we just talked about birth. It's like I have the choice. I can either let that fear grip and and not inside of me and cause me to be in anxiousness, anxiety, pain, panic, fear. Cause me to get out of my, like, rest, digest, then happy space and into, like, panic and fear impacting the field around me. Or I can go, hey, Alex, what are the things that you know? You know, I'm feeling anxious, so I can verbally address that. I go, like, hey, you know. What are some of the things you're doing to keep yourself safe? Because I'm feeling anxious. You're so high up. He goes, oh, mom, I'm fine. I've got good grips. I've got gloves on so I don't slip. I've got my feet close to the tree. I've climbed big trees like this before. Don't even worry about it, mom. I go, Okay. he knows what he's doing. (laughs) I, I can let go. I can right. let go. I can just let go and let him be himself in his own field. and go back to my conversation, which is what I really want to be doing. Right. You know, instead of <laughs> being anxious about it. And afterwards, we debriefed. I go, what did you learn about climbing trees that in that experience? What was that experience like for you? What did you learn? You know, mm. you learn about being safe because he did end up falling down a tree. Scraped his side a little bit. Got some like branches up his nuts, you know, like had some <laughs> visceral sensations in the experience of falling down a tree. I was like, what did you it. learn, buddy? What'd you learn? He's like, well, the branches are pretty soft and bendy, and like I can actually, I can ha- I can handle it, and I could tell before it was gonna slide. I I moved a little too far away from the center of the tree. He's like, great. Now he's got that information. He can move forward.
1: And he'll I be okay. I love it. I like, can't wait to have those experiences with my son as he continues to just develop into who he is. And it's yeah. it's so cool to just trust. And I think that's the most difficult part about being. Mm -hmm. Or the challenging part about being um, a parent is to trust that they know because there's instincts and we've kind of done a pretty good job of being a mother thus far that I think they've, they've got a solid foundation, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and that foundation comes from him being like two and on the beach. And I chose the beach specifically because it's a relatively safe environment where he can test, you know, but he knew that that water was scary. He went under a couple times. I I stepped on him once. I had to pull him out. Like, I was like, where'd he go? Shit. I'm like, moving around. I step on him. I'm like, that was a head. Fuck. You know? And it's like, gosh, like, not my best parenting moment, but like, I hauled him out of the water after he's he's alive. You know, he's alive. He learned a healthy respect for fearing the water. I learned if I'm looking for a child
0: underwater, I should shuffle my feet instead of stepping. (laughs) It was a learning experience for the both of you.
2: Right, And then what do I learn? Oh, I learned I'm going to run after him if he's heading straight into the water. I'm going to take that precaution. If he didn't learn that lesson, I'm right. going to take that precaution right <laughs> off the bat, right? Cause there are some places where we should step up and we should protect them. Oh, but like God. he also burned, his, you know, he like burned his hand on incense is like, gosh, he's got a healthy respect for the fear of incense. Now, and I think it's really, you know, in the same way that by being in labor, we're like testing our metal. We're testing what we're made of. We're, you know, we're in that journey. Like, can I handle it? Can I transmute it? Can I surrender and let go of what I think this means? Because we're so often taught that like pain means death. Pain means potential injury pain means i should put something in my mouth or put something in front of my eyes so i don't i'm not paying attention to the pain right. and it's like no in labor like you absolutely have to like lean into it and let go to it and surrender to it and just like let what's happening in your body happen like a runner who's like holy shit my legs are burning but i just gotta keep going because i'm going for that 42 kilometers or i'm going for that whatever you absolutely. know absolutely like, it's a different it's a different association with pain same like oh my god the sound of a baby crying is an excruciating sensation when you feel like you can't do anything about it how do you lean into that and offer love to that situation anyway mm-hmm. labor to prepare you for that for that process of being mm-hmm. a mother you have to know how to center yourself even when the things around you are not centering like these are essential tools of mothering absolutely can't, st- cannot mm-hmm. climb that tree fast enough to save my son because oh. i will break the branches <laughs> I will I will hamper his ability to get down if I try and save him from that experience. He literally has to do it himself, right?
1: right. Literally,
2: I can't do it for him. And if we, I mean, I had to go through a whole process of like undoing un things for him and letting him learn how to do it because I was a single parent. It was easier to just like do it for him than a right. patient. I am a single parent with like mental health issues that involve right. patients, right? So like, that's a whole thing.
1: Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> there's, so, there's so much like i I could sit here and talk to you forever. Like I think, just by like the flow of this, like everything is just going, 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 and it's, and it, it's a reminder that there, the shift that we all have felt, especially now more than ever, um, during these times, that there's people making the same shifts and the same leaps and the same bounds as we have as individuals, and we're not alone. Mm-mm.
2: No, oh And like my journey was absolutely accelerated by wise people who showed up on my path and me listening to them along the way. Mm. So if there are people watching this who are like, I'm in a conception journey, and I can't seem to get pregnant, and I'm considering IVF, and it's so fucking expensive. And what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. It's like, help there's less expensive things you can try there are free things you can try there are less right. expensive things you can, you can try there are coaching packages and programs and there's literally like hundreds of women like you and me in the world who have these wisdoms maybe even thousands maybe even tens of thousands maybe even hundreds of thousands of yeah. women who have some part and portion of this knowledge and we're all like we so want to share we want to share we want to share we want to save you the anxiousness of not knowing what the next step in the journey is and just be like we've been there we've been and if it isn't me it's you and if it isn't you it's like somebody else in the network and it's like there's somebody for everybody to be the best mentor to figure that out and thank god we don't have to be physically together to find the right person because sometimes we live in i live in a small ass town i love it (laughs) i love it not that many people here i have i'm brand new here i have yet to meet the wise woman i know there's at least one wise woman on at instagram least. With me right here.
1: At, at least, least. <laughs> i love it
2: now i'm curious I, one of the reasons i wanted to get you on this call and like please please let me know if we've got some sort of time okay. I, have a I probably have another baby. like
1: 10 minutes
2: right so <laughs> i want to hear specifically about your journey with that like preconception to conception and what you did with your nutrition in terms of ultimate lifestyle transformation and all of that along the hey. way like what has that been like that that was why i wanted to get you on the call and you got me talking about all sorts of all this the, stuff
1: um yeah although so, <laughs> i consistently preconception um i did a cleanse like every quarter of the year i stayed on the core four and other things like the hair skin and nails the cracked chlorella Um, I'm a CBD consumer, but I'm also a medicinal cannabis user, um, like during my cycle and stuff like that. And Uh, I live a, oh my gosh, totally. (laughs) Instead of, you know, when it, when it, when there are times of lows, you know, or high anxiety from, from our cycles. Um, I live a organic lifestyle, obviously I am vegan and I really, that's really like physical wise, that's what I did besides the yoni steaming and the herb, the herbal douching at the end of every cycle. Um, but spiritual wise, the act of intercourse was always intentional, always intentional. It was never it was never, um, how do I say it, like an ending driven, you know, like it was Mm -hmm. never like, oh, he needs to come. I need an orgasm. That's it. No, it was always, Mm -hmm. it was always intentional. And with my daughter, we didn't plan her. Mm -hmm. We didn't plan her at all. We went to, um, oh my gosh, why am I brain farting on the word? For the name of it. Oh, Miracle Hot Springs. It's in northern Cali by Bakersfield. And it's this natural natural sulfur hot spring on the edge of a riverbed. And I treated my husband for his birthday. Just me and him. My mom watched my our son. And we got a camper van and we just spent the weekend there. We were under the moon. We were up late, naked in the hot tub. Um My husband was a little nervous, you know, we went hiking during the day and, uh, that's where she was, she was conceived and it wasn't, Mm. it wasn't intentional. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, okay, we're going to do it this day. I just, I just flowed. I just allowed what was to be and made sure everything that I was putting within my temple was intentional to my higher self. And Um, when I reflect back on it, I know the exact moment she was conceived. the vi- the exact <laughs> the exact moment, which is why mm. I named her Eli Grace because Eli means ascension and Grace means light. Mm. So, her meaning has de- her name has more meaning than what a lot of people are um, conscious of. But mm. that was really what I. It wasn't. We weren't trying to conceive, but per, once I was pregnant, each trimester, I, there's a, there's specific products that was referred by Dave himself Ooh. does like four per trimester. And I stuck by them. I did them. And something that stuck out to me specifically that I was like, this is gold was applying organic coconut oil from the vagina to like, by the butt, the butthole, what is that perennial perineum, 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 thank you. <laughs> um, every day from the second trimester to even after postpartum, I'm still applying it to, you know, my, va- my vagina, my belly and my breasts wow. because it creates skin elasticity. And my daughter was eight pounds, 13 ounces, And I pushed for eight minutes with no contractions and she came out and I had no tears. No. And with my son, I didn't do any of that. And I tore with him and it was traumatic with him. And, um, even now I'm, I'm staying on the core four. I crush my aminos to make sure you, you don't have to, but to ensure that there's no, um, like concentrated clusters of proteins in our breast milk because it can mm. be difficult for the infants to digest it. So I just do that for her just as a mm. precaution. And then yeah. I consume the barley with my power shake and comparing my milk supply to my son when I, because with my son, I started when he was like three months and then mm-hmm. with my daughter it's, it's been from preconception to conception to post-conception or post-labor. And um, my milk supply is like, my nipples are on fire all day long, (laughs) like, get the milk out. (laughs) Please get out of my body. (laughs) Um, And I'm Mm -hmm. just now starting my my physical journey. So I'm doing, I'm I'm on day two of the ultimate lifestyle transformation. Mm -hmm. I have so much energy. Just even with transitioning back to, because I I eat most of the foods that are on the lifestyle transformation anyways. But obviously we yeah. get cookies here and there, you know. Um, Homemade French fries are right, yeah. and I I'm am starting um, wood therapy to release and to detox all of the. Um, oh my gosh, what? Why do I keep brain farting? It's kind of like the the deep tissue massage, what that releases. Um, I'm brain farting. Oh my gosh. But it's like, it's like this long wood. Um, It looks like a, like a a roller pin, like a massage. Yeah. With like different shapes and it releases the toxins that are within our fat, that is within our muscles, that's within our tissue that we've held onto during our pregnancy. And um, what's, with my son, I got the epidural. So it's going to help release all of what's within stuck within my cells, my, my muscles, my tissue, my fat. Um, and I'm start. that's actually tomorrow. So I'm really excited to start that journey, but that's really all that I've done during this whole journey and to compare how I feel. And I, I also encapsulated my placenta and Hey, Ronnie. Um, hey, one of my girls is. Uh, she, you love yeah, her, that. yeah. I'll connect yeah. you with everybody. There's, there's amazing people, but to compare my my postpartum emotional and mental state, mm-hmm. it's like night and day. Just with the the products, period products, and yeah. living the lifestyle before preconception, mm-hmm. living the lifestyle during and living the lifestyle after on top of really learning the significance of consuming our placenta Mm -hmm. is like, it's so simple and it's so basic and we turn from it because we look for answers without when the answers are within and it's Mm -hmm. literally night and day. I with my son, I had postpartum anxiety Um, and now that I look back at it, I, I, definitely had postpartum depression slightly you know when I look at how I feel now to compare to then and I feel like I didn't even give birth to I like I didn't even give birth you know to compare with my son like oh it was God. I was it took me eight months to feel normal with my son with my daughter it took me like two weeks if that yeah it took me
2: like seven years and starting a health journey
1: Dude. up.
2: like I was, a, I was a mess for like years afterwards
1: and it's the journey and the healing journey to get there is just the beginning you know to to preconception Mm. the healing journey is is the whole time you know and it's it's been i'm so grateful for me aligning with this movement and with this mission Mm. and this company just strictly off the off the base of what it's brought to my life and the change that it's brought to my life and mm-hmm. i'm literally a live i'm living proof that what it does what it has to offer what it what it has to bring to to people and everybody's mm. story is different everybody's journey is different and if we allow ourselves to trust and to let go and to relearn, unlearn and relearn mm. what we truly want out of this life and what, what is missing, because everybody has a little piece of something that's missing and we're all on a journey mm. to find that. It begins with ourselves and what we're consuming in every capacity most importantly with what we're putting into our temple because we're fueling ourselves. We're fueling ourselves. We're fueling our heart. We're fueling our gut. We're fueling our, our minds, our souls. We're literally fueling everything about us. And how can we, like you said, how can we thrive in life if we're not fueling this beautiful temple of ours? Mm-hmm. So that's, I hope that answers your question about what
2: Absolutely. i mean it's incredible because i'm having this conversation with you i'm realizing you're like a month postpartum yeah, yeah. a month postpartum it's like i was a threat like there was no like i'm gonna do an instagram live with somebody like <laughs> on postpartum right never mind having a two-year-old on top of that and like a plus oh. for you on setting aside that time also because like he fell
1: asleep it. literally just before the live i was like thank you god <laughs> thank you
2: <laughs> right it aligned but, like, perfectly. Literally- that that journey just being like you know and and to to see you struggle so much with that like preconception with that like actually conceiving and having such a challenge with that and then to be in a place where your body is so nutrient dense where your body has everything it needs that less than two years later you're like starting that journey again spontaneously because you're just having a beautiful time it's like yeah. whoa like that is a paradigm shift from like oh. I, everything i could possibly do to get pregnant didn't work here's a tool And then boom, like you stay, you stick with that tool. You stick with that process. You're feeding your body in a way that's like supportive. Oh, like you think that wouldn't, that makes sense. Like we put good good. things into our body. Our body responds in good ways. Mm -hmm. We put junk into our body. Our body responds in challenging ways. And like have even uh, thinking about like having that nutrition in your body and what that means in terms of losing weight after baby, Mm -hmm. that like you're putting high density nutrition into your body. That means your body has the capacity to detox all the cellular fats. You know, when we're pregnant, it's like anything that's toxic, it's going into those fat cells, not only to have fat cells to to feed our babies after postpartum, Mm -hmm. but also to like keep them safe, to keep those fat cells out of our organs, out of the placenta, out of the baby Mm -hmm. to keep that, those out. So then absolutely to get them back out afterwards, we need to have like support. We need our liver needs support, our, kidneys need support and our adrenals need support you've got a tingle, like your body needs support yeah. to be able to do that and the difference that I've seen in terms of my mental health mm-hmm. when it comes to nutrition just cutting out those inflammatory foods and putting in like high density stuff it's, like it makes so much sense it's, Absolutely. Like, it works when we put things like look at this look at this ground around like the people who used to live on this land understood how to eat out of this forest. What right. color is this forest? Oh, it is green. I love it is it. green. It's Everything thriving. in here is green. It is thriving. <laughs> and there's all sorts of edible things in here that I have to learn about eating so I can like eat something other than dandelions because that's the only one I know. I
1: <laughs> You're like, it's the only one I can spot out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I need my son's here. Alex, come on over and say hi quickly. We're, we're pretty close to wrapping up here. Yeah. but. I was telling a story about you climbing trees.
1: That's so cool.
2: Yeah. Oh, and the doggy too. We got Hi.
1: everybody. Yeah. You climbed a tree. How tall was it? <laughs> I'm too. I'm too chicken to climb a tree. Maybe one time in my lifetime. Maybe I'll channel you. <laughs> <laughs> Only your intuition
2: says it's a good idea. What did your intuition say about the trees? Mm to
1: say climb up yeah here's this tree i need to climb this this yeah. is like i need to climb it was so cute um a couple weeks ago my, my son and i we went on a walk and there's this big tree in front of my neighbor's house and my son's two right he doesn't he's learning how to talk all these things and yeah. he looked at me and he said mama hug and i was like you want mama to give you a hug and he said no tree and i was like you want to hug the tree and he totally hugged the tree it was so cute so, so awesome. it, it's a reminder that the intuition or how they speak to us is um it's purpose and it's and it's we have to listen to it
0: Uh-oh. yeah i playing filters this is what he does oh. this is what he does when we join calls together you're you're messing with my, oh my my call
1: quality though bud so funny <laughs> that's yeah. the fun part about all this <laughs> But it's been so much fun talking oh, with you and connecting with you, and we should definitely I'd love to do a live strictly based off of you, and I'm going to connect you with my girl Lacey. You would you and her would just totally hit it off, like true reflections of each other completely. Um, so I'll send you oh, her, her Instagram and I'll send her yours also because she's just a divine woman thank you. in every capacity.
0: I super appreciate that. The more we can share the journeys and the stories, like we heal by sharing our stories, we'll hear yes. by he- sharing, listening to those stories. And yeah, absolutely. change really changes the, the world
1: by us and the power of what we hold. So thank you so much for connecting. Yeah. All right. I will see yeah, you later. Thank you. And then have fun climbing yeah. trees, bud.
2: <laughs> alex says can we get some hearts before we go yeah, they're you, in the got em. Top there, yeah you got them yeah you got them with some hearts and yeah and for those of you who are joining in late like the whole conversation was just stellar all the way through so oh. absolutely go back
1: yes i'm gonna post it team. on my um on my feed and i'm gonna tag you in it so you can repost it also so whoever absolutely. joined in late if you guys want to go back and watch it from the beginning you guys will have the uh the ability to do so all right yeah and i'll put you up on the podcast
2: awesome
1: cool yeah all right we'll
0: talk with you later bye between you and me right where you are right in this moment is exactly where you were meant to be so wherever that may be just be to be a new you Hello beautiful people and welcome to the Orgasmic Life Podcast. Your permission slip to raise your standards and live an even more amazing life. Now, if you're feeling like that's way out of the ball game and you're really suffering with like pain in your body, guilt, shame, anxiety, depression, like these emotions run a lot of people's lives, and that's not by accident. Our culture is set up to keep us in those emotions because it's easier to control people when they're in those emotions but if you're on an awakening journey and you have recognized that those are there you have taken the most crucial step to get out of that which is to become aware that it's actually happening Just time to awaken to bring all the parts of yourself back to this present moment and explore the joy that is your life When you live full out, fully expressed, fully harnessing the joygasmic potential of your body and yourself, anything is possible. And especially we are here to tell you that deep and fulfilling love is possible and is available for you when you choose that for yourself.